0: And now it's time to bait our hooks, cast our nets, drop our poles in the water, and fish for some jokes with Down on the Dock. to Down on the Dock, episode 5. That's Down on the Dock's, plural, episode 5. My name's Chris Neff. I'm joined by uh, my favorite uh, friend and comedian, uh, Dustin Torres. How you doing today, buddy? Sun's out, gun's out. <laughs> Hot, isn't it? It is. Yeah, just for the you guys know, we are experiencing a heat wave, so we are pretty much in our underwear recording this podcast today. And uh, joining us as always, Open Micro Extraordinaire, uh dave sarah how are you buddy suck dick yeah okay that's how it's gonna be huh really trying to capture that that market under 14 years of age (laughs) yep that where the parents say uh you can't listen to this because the producer's a creepy drunk who drops the d word 30 seconds into the episode is that what we're gonna do
1: the d word The D the d word
0: guys we have a great great show for you today um we are going to cover an HBO uh, three-part documentary that was released April 4th, 2022, called The Invisible Pilot. Uh, this documentary, I'm going to tell you right out of the gate, is a lot of fun, uh, directed by two people. It's a lot Phil... of fun. Yeah, I love it, dude. So much fun. Just bombing right at the job, huh? So much. Like, it's yeah. a
1: fun little show.
0: Yeah, don't, don't interrupt when I'm like giving uh, direct, so important fun. information, like who it was directed oh, by. Oh, my God. God, you are going to edit so that crap out just so you know, <laughs> uh, directed by Phil Lott and Ari Mark, uh, three episodes, as I mentioned, uh, ranging in 55 to 59 minute episodes. So let's get right into it. Shall we? Episode one begins and we fade into a small town by the name of Hazen, Arkansas, about 1400 people live here. And then we are, uh, so, uh, we immediately hear, uh, someone say the words, the Gary Betzner story is proof that truth is stranger than fiction and it could only happen in America. And immediately we're introduced to uh, a man named Gary Betzner. And apparently he was one hell of a crop dusting pilot. (laughs) What's so funny? I mean, all I've
1: been hearing about is somebody cropped us in the meat section. So, I don't know. I Let's, stay that Let's stay on topic. Let's stay on topic.
0: So this guy was such a great pilot. Um, quote, one of the heads of the top program described him as the best pilot he had ever known. And somebody else jumps in and says, listen, you have to be a wild man to be a crop duster. This guy was acrobatic. <laughs> he did barrel rolls. What are you guys, nine? Back on the crop <laughs> dusting on, joke? Dude. Just for all those people that, that don't know what's going on, we went to the grocery store. Barrel rolls dinner, and crop dusting? And everybody farted in the grocery store. I was just
2: thinking about a human doing a crop dust just what happened at the grocery store, and them doing a barrel roll. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Hey, gotta, that's a trend. The barrel so, roll
0: inside the meat here's section. Here's what you need to know about farting. Gary is an acrobatic pilot. He's a hell of a pilot. Um, he, he, he He was so good that he would drop farmers' beers that were cold directly to the farmers. And this is where it gets a little controversial and contradictory. Somebody says, oh, and just so you know, Gary had 11 plane crashes.
2: I guess that Top Gun instructor was a drunk.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Top Gun instructor was probably one of these losers catching beers in the fields from him. One right? of
2: the best pilots that had eleven plane crashes. That's yeah. what I thought was funny.
0: So we we quickly are introduced to his wife and his daughter and his son, and it's pretty clear from the jump these people don't have all their marbles working for them. Okay, um, and we also realize he's uh, the subject of one of the largest political scandals of all time. Ooh, Watergate. Yep. No? Close. Very good guess. Not
1: Russiagate. Okay. That shit was fake.
0: We... <laughs> so we flash back to 18 September 1977. By the way, I'm going to start doing it that way, like <laughs> the Europeans do. Oh, is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It's my new thing. Good date. Yep. So, um, Gary and his family all hop in the car, and they head to, quote, a dairy bar. Now, I never even heard the term dairy bar. Had you, Dustin?
2: Yeah, it's a dairy queen. It's where all the old people go after church.
0: Okay, gotcha. So, they stop in the middle of a bridge in a town by the name of Des Ark, Arkansas. Uh, Gary gets out. He pops open the hood to take a look, because apparently they claim there was some car trouble. And then, suddenly, according to his wife, Sally... He jumps off the bridge and disappears. It's not even that big of a bridge. No, it wasn't. It was like maybe 60 feet. Yeah. Okay. See. So Sally, the wife, claims she was in a trance and was hysterical for a couple of hours on the bridge until somebody picked her up and she couldn't remember who that person was. And they take her to the sheriff's office. Now, here's the other thing. Nobody mentions the kids. Where are the kids at this point? In the trunk. Were, yeah, that was kind of glossed over. And Sally says, I don't know what happened. We had the 1% of a perfect (laughs) life. I didn't know there was a 1% perfect crop duster's wife life. They're out there. Yeah. So credits roll. And then we're introduced to Gary's son, Travis. Okay. Travis is not not even remotely close to being there. He's right? a
2: real fucking piece of shit. He's
0: not a piece of shit. He's, he's blown out. He's, well, I'm there's supposed a diff- to make fun of these people. Yeah, there's a difference between being blown out and traumatized, okay? <laughs> what, wait, what okay, he is, is blown blown traumatized. Out. But but he's blown you. out. He's had his struggles, is the point. Oh. Now, they start with Travis in 2009, okay? Because Travis's childhood friend, Craig Hodges, began documenting the story of Travis's dad Gary and his entire family so in 2009 Travis starts talking about finally putting together the disappearance of his father with what he refers to as string theory
1: (laughs) 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 as opposed to actual string theory it's like his version of string theory I don't it's
2: like the rhythm method when you're having sex and you're trying not to come oh you mean edging
0: (laughs) yeah wait Okay. Who, by the way, who doesn't edge when they try and have sex? If you're, if you if you're having sex with a woman and you're not edging, I mean, if she doesn't oh. come first, you're just a piece of shit, in my opinion.
1: I have the image in my fi- of my in my head of my grandmother's toes. <laughs> so do that I. That's what I use <laughs> if I don't oh, want to come. That's cum, your trick. That's my trick right there. If I yeah. don't want to come, that's I look straight at those disgusting toes.
0: Okay. So anyway, <laughs> Travis, the son, he's clearly yeah. dealing with some PTSD. And then we get caught up to him in 2021, and he's gotten worse. He's put on weight. He's missing a bunch of teeth. And then we're also introduced to his daughter. Now, she goes by Sarah Lee Matthews, and she's pretty blown out, too. <laughs> I mean, sorry, traumatized. And for some reason, she doesn't even know what her last name would is. So she gunt. Says, she says, come on. She says, my well, name. No, hold
1: on, let's explore that. What do you mean by what's a Gunt. <laughs>
0: Go ahead. You open up these can of worms.
2: She's got a gunt. Uh, I'm sure she's a sweet woman, but she's a sweet woman with a gunt. So what is that? What's a gunt?
0: It's a fat upper pussy, Dave. <laughs> it's it's, it's like a gunt. A it's a fupa. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it, you know what it is? that in the 90s? It, it's a portmanteau of the words gunt and cunt. Oh, I love okay? portmanteau. So anyway, her she says, my name is Sarah Lee Matthews Carlisle Harmony. And then she says, I just signed my name Sarah Lee question mark.
2: And I'm sure the bank's fine with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're like... Yeah.
2: Hey, uh, Miss Question Mark, could you come over here real quick? We just need a well, little, another form of ID. <laughs> Does
0: she spell out Question Mark or yeah. just use the Question Mark is my question. Yeah. Hey, Sarah QM, could you... Um... <laughs> and when she's like in a really big hurry, she, did she just say, uh, my name's Sarah! <laughs> That's my question.
1: IRS, it is the year of the monkey. I don't know what you're talking about. It's <laughs> the year of the monkey. You done? I mean, it's okay. an IRS we also year joke. There.
0: <laughs> we also get. That was a year of the IRS joke. That's that was, pretty funny. That's, like a that's ten, okay. I take you? it back. That was no, funny. No,
1: exactly. No, I'm telling you, it's, okay. still, it's not. So it goes: plenty, monkey, plenty. tiger,
0: IRS, <laughs> <Okay>. and then <laughs> dragon, right? Yeah, monkey. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so we get a quick montage of Gary's wife Sally throughout the years, and here's the thing that we noticed that just made us die. The. They start with like 2009, 2010, 2012, 2014, 2016, because you got to remember this guy Craig, <sighs> he's been doing this documentary for years. And every time, why though? Will you shut the fuck up and I let me get I'm there? Sorry, I'm just so the point is, every time they show her, her eyeballs get closer, her eyelids get closer and closer and closer and closer together. It's bad every year, yeah. So by present day, she's literally just peeking out of a paper clip Jesus. For, for an eyeball. So um peeking out of a paperclip. Do you want to start over? <laughs> no, no. Okay, because I don't want to start no, over. No, no, we're good. I want to get this. through this. I love this. Let's Is go. it the heat that's no, getting to you? No, lat,
1: lat, You took we took my my Asian talk out of the last episode because we fucked up. Because Apparently, McAfee. Is not the same as Norton Adams. Okay, you need anti-mire. to write this
0: down right now because none of this is staying on. Come on, this is great. It's garbage. This is great. Let's you're go. Getting, you're what you're doing is you're derailing the show. All right, I'm writing it okay? down. As write I it speak. down and clean it up. Seven. I don't see you taking any notes. Seven. What are you <laughs> telepathically telling that computer to seven. fucking take the note? Seven Because you're not taking the note, man. Seven minutes. Seven what the minutes. fuck don't are you worry, doing? We're gonna listen to listen it. And go All to right. Podcast, go seven anyway, minutes. Sally recalls that Gary's disappearance afterwards, they throw her in the psych ward. And Travis says that Sally sat him down when he was 5 years old and said dad's dead. All right? Sarah Lee comments that men in her life don't last long and they all die young. Of course they don't. <laughs> well, yeah, her last name's question mark. Yeah. They probably
2: they probably are like um it's sex one time like, "You know what? I'm not going to keep banging that fucking chick with the last name question
0: mark." I'll yeah, say that. So back we flash back again. This thing jumps around a lot. We go to 1977 one day after he went missing. So the police sheriff, he comes on, he dragged the river and he says, I didn't find him. And I'll tell you what, Gary doesn't deserve to have a movie made about him. So this old timer is not happy. Um, he, and he was salty because, like, this is his job. He's a pro river dragger, and he's dragged multiple <laughs> rivers. And he's like, I've always found my body. I've always found my man, with the exception of river Gary. Dragger.
2: He was a 1% river dragger, actually. Yeah. He's a river dragger. Now,
0: this is just so random. Out of nowhere, they're like, well, let's go interview Paul's cousin. And Paul's just, like, half naked, walking around with nicotine patches on oh, his, yeah. on his <laughs> stomach, not his <laughs> gunt. And we're just sitting here like... How does that work? Do they not give these people a heads up? Hey,
2: Paul, there's a film crew here. You mind putting a shirt on? <laughs> no, no, no. This is great. This is great.
0: So local journalists are chattering at the time, and they think Gary might have gotten involved with organized crime or possibly the Dixie Mafia. Now they were a biker gang, and I said to Dustin, "I said, is this for real? Because the Dixie Mafia sounds like a fucking marching band to me." Yeah.
2: No, no, no. They're real. They're le- they're legit. They sell pills and Everclear.
0: Okay. So that's their thing. Yeah. Bootleg um, whiskey and black beauties. Is this some
1: like Mason Dixon line bullshit.
0: (laughs) Sally recalls the day she met Gary. Okay. And the way they met is they met at a moon landing party. Don't even think about putting in a fucking moon joke here. So July 20th, 1969, she says they fell in love instantly. The moment their eyes locked, we were, Quote, connected from another dimension. And her eyes probably weren't even open. When I say quote, that means I'm talking. And until I say unquote, you don't fucking interrupt me. She says, quote, we were connected from another dimension. The universe shook. Unquote. You want to talk? Not anymore.
1: Story sounds like bullshit.
0: Then Mm. she realizes Gary showed up to his party. Okay. With a woman he was already married to. And she's seven months pregnant. So then we meet that side of the family, his ex-wife, Claudia, and she recalls Gary was a larger-than-life personality, and she also claims they were marred. Marred? Yeah. What does that mean? They, they were marred. <laughs> yeah. That's how she says married. <laughs> <That's just, laughs> <So we, laughs> okay, okay, she, okay. She basically, we're marred. We're marred. <laughs> we're marred at the time. So she basically describes him as bipolar. Oh, she liked uh, to He liked to fly under bridges. He was a big thrill seeker. Oh God. And he would get his plane as low as possible to the ground and just barely touch his wheels on the water. Basically edging Dude, while flying. Is, is that why
2: the Top Gun people didn't take him?
0: Yeah, they were like, this guy's worse than Maverick. I mean, th- this guy in Buzz and Towers, he's buzzing fucking fishing boats. We can't have him in Top Gun. Yeah, he's barely making
1: it on Independence Day.
0: Either that or maybe he was marred at the time. You couldn't be marred. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm not a drunk I saw the aliens probe my asshole.
0: So we meet his daughter through Claudia. Now her name's Polly. And she's the only one that's not crazy. And she recalls of a pastor coming to her doorstep uh, at the time when she was a kid. And the pastor says that Gary's dead and he committed suicide. So... Then we get another flashback to the '40s when Gary grew up, and his dad was just an asshole. He beat the shit out of him on Christmas Day. He's just a real piece of shit. And then Travis, back in present day, he says he's still pretty shell shocked, um, and he, you know, he was basically told that his, dr- his dad drowned, and they could never find his body. So Travis can't sleep. He stays up le- uh, reading H.P. Lovecraft and drawing these gollywomp's. And she, <laughs> what the fuck? I it,
2: they're real bad. It just looks like a pack of markers took a shit. Yeah, which it's not...
0: it's they're they're monsters that come out of the river and he's really into Godzilla too. So and then he's you know, he's revealing all these childhood drawings, I guess, to show the emotional trauma he was going through yeah, at the this time. This is Arkansas. Anyway, so we go back to Memphis in nineteen seventy seven, two months before his death. Now Polly recalls driving to the airport and seeing her dad and he was wearing a big fur coat. And he hands his mom a check for $3,500. And then she never sees him again. Rumors are Gary disappeared because he wanted for drugs. There was was no will, no funeral, no nothing. So then, like I said, we get back into the early 2012s. And Travis's buddy starts digging around because he believes Travis's stories. Because Travis has hinted to him that his dad's not really dead. And he thinks... Uh, Travis tells Craig, look, my dad's alive and he works for the CIA. So Travis, confront- like John
1: McAfee.
0: Travis confronts his mother and says, is this true? And Travis's mom says, well, come on in. I'll tell you the whole story. So then we fade into an empty warehouse and a man walks out, sits down, takes the chair and he says, hi, my name's Gary Bestner, and I got a story to tell. <laughs> If my wife and kids weren't so fucking annoying I wouldn't have to fake my own death Yeah. So he's 80 now And he begins to tell us why Charlie Rose Why he had to fake his own death And he never jumped He had a guy pick him up on uh, a dirt bike And then drove him out of town And uh, he says Look I love crop dusting It was my passion (laughs) Uh, He talks about his real dad uh, Who was named uh, Tack Tackett And his stepfather Buster Betzner
2: and he was a crop duster before me. They were boxers from and the his 1940s.
0: And before him. Yeah, we got a real bonbon at a match tonight with <laughs> Tack Rack and Sack Tack and Must and the Brooklyn Bruiser, stop. Yeah, it's like, again, we always come into the best names. You gotta love it. Now, before he disappeared off the bridge, he started his own crop dusting company, fell in love with Sally, but he got tired of cross- crop dusting, so he sold the company and moved to Alaska. He puts a bid on a, a pipeline reclamation but he lost it because he didn't pay off the right people. So at this point, he feels like, well, I wasn't in the right good old boys club. So fuck it. I'm going to run drugs. So he starts uh, smoking a lot of pot. He finds marijuana. And I take that back. He was actually oh, running alcohol God. at the time. Now, this is during um, the, the 80s. And you got Na- remember member of the Reagan administration and Nancy Reagan say no to drugs. Sure. So,
1: yeah. A lot of other censorship stuff, too.
0: Well, Sally was straight as an arrow at the time. And then she discovers pot. And boy, does she like it, huh?
2: She must have not seen that brain, your brain on drugs commercial. Oh, with the eggs? Yeah, she would have never yeah, got know, into all that pot. nastiness.
0: So anyway, he's, 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 he's dealing whiskey. And then he graduates to pot. So the problem is he loses his connection and loses his business. And he has to move back home to Hazen, Arkansas with Sally's parents. And I think anybody knows, if you got to live with your in-laws, it ain't going to last too long. Gout. So we'll get to it. So he's got a bigger problem. Wow. He has gout and is in extreme pain. Fucking gout. Have you ever had gout? I have. What's it feel like?
2: Uh, it's the worst fucking pain. It, it literally feels like somebody's shoving shards of glass or needles into your joints. I right. mean, if you farted on my toe when I had gout, I'd start crying.
0: Would you get a boner, though? Yeah, if it smelled bad. Okay. So he he literally says he has to cut the tops of his shoes off oh. because the pain's so bad, and he can't push down on the pedals because he's in pain all the time. And then he claims the uh, best cure in the world for gout is cocaine. He's not wrong. No, he's right. Apparently,
2: yeah. I never got I never got gout when I was on cocaine, so maybe he's
0: up to something. <laughs> well, here's my question: Is he basing it on his toes?
2: Yeah, it's called a toe bump.
0: Okay. So Gary hears about this judge that cured his gout with cocaine and he goes out and says you got to read this book.
2: What was the book called, Do Coke because it makes everything better?
0: <laughs> I can attest. Actually, it was called History of Coca, the divine plant of the Incas and according to Gary, coke cured every known malady and disease for the Incas.
2: Some high blood pressure and heart attacks. Yeah, they died at 39, but whatever.
0: Gary's like, just do a little cocaine and Gatorade, and you're on your way. And I'm like, to where, Gary?
2: (laughs) Anywhere you can have a good time without having gout.
0: (laughs) So Gary Gary just flies down to Miami, quote, just looking for it, quote. What, the Gatorade? No. (laughs) The Gatorade. All right, funny you should mention Gatorade, because truly Gatorade was created in the 70s by the University of Florida. Did you know that? I did. Yeah. So Gary goes in um, for his first drug deal. And he immediately gets popped by the DEA on his first time out. The Gout (laughs) (laughs) Enforcement Agency? No, the DEA. Oh, okay. So he he gets busted with two Miami Dolphin players who were trying to sell it to him. And I did a little research, and these players were two defensive tackles, Don Reese and Randy Crowder, and they were arrested and charged with trying to sell a pound of cocaine to undercover officers. And of course, Gary was there. The cocaine had an estimated street value of $233,000. So
2: how much was the Gatorade worth?
0: uh, (laughs) I think they were free. If you were on the university, if you bought the Coke, you got the Gatorade. See, this is stuff I didn't. So at this point, Gary's facing 20 years of jail. He bonds out. He heads back to Arkansas and he says, "But I still had really bad gout, and I didn't have any cocaine, so I had to fucking do something." Gout, I don't blame him. No, it really hurts. It's fucking serious. bad, dude. It, no, it is, it's real pain.
1: Yes. This is like this is like heartburn. It's like it's debilitating. It you is, it, but like that's it's, a good it's point. The whole fucking documentary about this cocksucker's so, gout.
0: So he <laughs> scores. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. you've never had it, dude. It oh, hurts. Just make a documentary about <laughs> Really bad gout, dog. <laughs> I don't think you know what it is.
1: I know what it is. It's when your foot really hurt. My, I'm pretty sure my heel has is on some onset
0: gout. You don't have gout. If you had I mean, gout, why if you wouldn't would be able to walk. If yeah. you had gout, you we you'd be telling we'll us, us to go get you cocaine we'll right now. Cocaine, okay. So, yeah. so anyway, he scores an ounce of blow like in Arkansas, and guess what? He gets busted by the guy. <laughs> <laughs> immediately.
1: I mean, come on. No, dude. immediately.
0: So now. The sheriff, remember the sheriff that dragged the river and said, I never, I never let yeah. one get away? Yeah. Same sheriff. And he, the sheriff says he charges him for possession of a controlled substance. And Gary realizes that if he goes back to Miami, he's going to get 10 years in jail there. But if he stays in Arkansas, he's going to get 20 plus years.
2: All this just trying to get rid of gout. That's so what I'm saying, it's dude. Like,
0: fuck. It's fucking bullshit. Gary's like, I didn't think that was fair. I didn't think anybody should go to jail for marijuana or some fucking coke.
2: I take some penitentiary penitentiary chances because gout hurts so fucking bad.
1: But like the, do you think that they'll give him the care that he needs in in jail? I think they kind of do. I I mean maybe this guy's just a he's like you know not part of the system that we need him to be, which is like the he needs uh, what's the word gout control gout gout control. Yeah, he needs um, medical help. Like if this guy just had medical
0: treatment, he wouldn't have. No, he needs cocaine for the gout. That's the whole fucking point. He's tried everything. He, he read the, the judge's go-to-go. book. He believes in yeah. cocaine gout therapy. So
1: you're trying to say that this guy so is Gary, not really worried about health care, in other words.
0: Yes, he's concerned about his health. Now, yeah. Gary claims okay. that all of his friends in Arkansas turned their back on him. They must have not had gout. Yeah, Again, you don't understand how bad this hurts. I mean, like when he
2: said he cut off. Look, when he said he cut off the tip of his shoes, I have been. I had it so bad I couldn't put my fucking shoes on. Yeah, Yeah. like that's how bad it hurts. All right. So
0: Gary and Sally, at this point, they're forced to come up with a plan. And Gary said, "I'm gonna do what any real American would do." He goes, "I'm gonna do the rabbit. (laughs) I'm gonna run." What? I love this fucking guy. Yeah. This I'm gonna mean? do the rabbit. Yeah, it means he's gonna fucking go on the Lambo, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's gonna run. Yeah, yeah, so be,
1: of course. I mean, that's another reason why this shit's a failure. It's because yeah. he, if he stays, it's but, he, but I love the way I he stay says, Where should I go? I'm gonna
0: do the rabbit. Yeah, yeah, I'm, gonna the yeah. The yeah. I'm, so, I'm running, baby. So Gary uh, wants to go on a run, but he doesn't know how to do it. So the first thing he does is he creates a new identity and then he. <laughs> Obviously, we learn he fakes his own death and disappears. Now, here's the thing. Before he does, he says, I'm going to leave a crazy suicide note.
2: It says, fuck you all. This gout is killing me, <laughs> and coke cures it. Leave
0: me the fuck alone. Yeah. How about you read a book on the Incas that I left behind that talks about uric acid, you fucking assholes? That's what it is, Dave. It's uric acid. Yeah. All I right? mean, it would be pretty easy. You gout have- out, bitch! <laughs> so, before before they concoct this plan. They take several, this is great, hypnotist courses, by a master hypnotist by the name of Sean Masters.
2: Oh, my God. His name was Sean Masters. I yeah, forgot about that.
0: Yeah. Master hypnotist named Sean <laughs> Masters. Well, it's not like... Here's the thing. If you're going to go to a master hypnotist, you're not going to go to a master hypnotist named Sean Apprentice or no. master hypnotist, Sean, it's my first day doing hypnosis. <laughs> yeah, okay?
1: master hypnotist, Michael Pancake. <laughs> then, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, you don't.
0: Then we learn, Gary learns how to hypnotize his own wife, Sally. So they're like Ooh. taking tricks that they've learned. Hell but yeah. the goal of this hypnotism is so Sally can be convincing. Once the cops start coming to her saying, where's your husband? Cause we think he faked his own death. So Gary also, this is great. This is a classic move. Gary tells her under, <laughs> while she's <laughs> under hypnosis, he goes, look, while I'm gone, you can never have sex with anyone besides me. I'm
2: the only dick in town, Sally.
0: Yeah, of, <laughs> of course, of course he throws in, this is Sally talking. Of course he throws in, you'll never have an orgasm with a man again. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your vibrator until Big Dick Gary comes back into town. <laughs> so he told <laughs> Have y'all seen the, have y'all seen the
2: picture of the old man that says Big Dick is back in town? Yeah. yeah standing of course, by the show. Sure.
0: He, told his step, he does tell his stepdad his plans. So um, that was kind of sad because he went to his dad and he was like, look, dad, I love you, but you're never going to see me again. So Gary, after he gets away, he has, quote, a religious type experience and realizes that what he's achieved and how powerful it, it actually is and then decides to, quote, become the biggest, baddest fucking drug dealer of all time. I like Gary. Yeah, he's a good guy. So go-getter. that ends episode one. Now, episode two comes up, and Gary's a little bit of a philosopher. So the first thing he says is, death is inevitable. There's a hole you come out of and a hole you go into.
2: You're I right like about that. that. I like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so this is 1981. It's four years later and Gary is crushing it in the coke trade he's like I wouldn't get out of bed unless I was making a million dollars a day what was he doing flying it why don't you just listen to me and I'll fucking tell you I mean I'm just so fucking says, 30 minutes in doggy I know <laughs> and, and you just can't be patient you know you could start watching the episodes no! and not fuck this up no So I get it planes
1: okay so he's so, obviously flying some shit
0: yeah we're gonna get there remember he was a crop duster yeah yes. remember <laughs> Top Gun thought he was it's an amazing still, pilot it's Just still meat and farts in my face <laughs> all right. So Gary says uh, I enjoyed all kinds of illegal drugs, and oh, yeah. then we flash back one month after his death in 1977. So wh- at this point, he was uh, enamored by this guru that went by the name of Prem Rawat. Oh, yeah. Okay? A.K.A. Guru Maharaji Ji. Oh, yeah. And now, this guy founded Divine Light Mission. Yeah. And Gary becomes, like, addicted to the convention mm-hmm. circuit. They showed these pictures where, like, all these people in the audience were getting sprayed with, like, fire hoses of blue paint. Yeah, it was just weird blue was, liquid. Yeah. So sad. It was, like, the raves of the day, I guess. Oh, my God. And then Gary... all his money, I'm sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Gary, in, um, um, in a way of, like... Trying to become more enlightened, says he. He starts doing enemas of salt water at the beach at night.
2: Yeah, these saltwater butthole shots <laughs> really made me figure boofing. out the key to
0: life. And he starts fasting. He's eating nothing but fruit and doing mushrooms all the time.
1: Okay, that's okay.
0: Yeah. And then this this is kind of funny. He does this big bong rip on camera for some reason and then tries blowing out but there's no smoke that comes out of it and Dustin I remember got really upset because he didn't know how to quote clear it unquote. Yeah. He just blew it out and nothing came out. Right, but you were like he didn't even know how to use the carburetor. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like carburetor. Like that really, like that sure. really m- makes a difference. I am not a poddad. I don't Call it carb. So, By the way, is is uh, Yeah, which is short for carburetor. You know that, right? <laughs> well,
1: is carb is carb short for car? I didn't know.
0: Oh my God! <laughs> Did you get baked car, right like before it, we started? Is that what it is? I yeah. never knew car was yeah. short for guess, carburetor. Guess, guess what? Car is short for car. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, Sally's back at Hazen, and the police are coming to her door all the time, and she's covering for him. She's like, "I have no idea where he is. If you see him, let me know, because I'm a single mother, and I need help." But they had this secret system where she would drive like 30 miles outside of the city to a pay phone on a certain date and a certain time, and Gary would call her collect. And they got a big joke out of this because the phone company paid for all these collect calls, <laughs> which I didn't even know was possible back in the day. Oh yeah. So um, then she'd go see him take little adventures but not tell the kids. So one weekend, she flies out to LA, and Gary picks her up at the airport. And as soon as he picks her up, he puts acid in her mouth. All right. Jesus and he says, We're going on an enlightenment trip. Oh, great. So they drive up the coast, and Gary decides to change his name to Lucas Noel Harmony, which stands for light, peace, and harmony. And the way he got this name is he would look at road signs. So he saw like a Lucas Street, and then he saw a Noel Street, and then he finally came up with a harmony.
2: Yeah, acid's real fun.
0: It does that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So five months after his death, they all fly out, the entire family, with the exception of the, the, the half sister. They fly out to Hawaii and they're reunited with Lucas because he doesn't want to be called dad anymore. He wants to just be called Lucas because Lucas, if you'll remember, is light. So Polly's left behind in Memphis. She has no idea what's going on. Um, and then we learned that, you know, they lived off the land in Hawaii and they just walk around nude and baked all the fucking time and they're out in the middle of nowhere growing pot, and the cops get tipped off, and they show up, and Sally's really proud of the fact, that with her little eyes that she can barely see out of, that she, she answers the door naked, and they cuff her while she's baked and naked. So they both get booked and arrested, and they, they bring them into the jail, and they're going through Gary's pockets, and they're like, hey, what's this? And they point to a bunch of acid, and then Gary just immediately pops into his mouth and says, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, nothing to see here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking Yo, gangster. Oh, oh,
0: what do you mean? Those nine hits of acid? That's fucking gangster. So, um, you know, the cops were like, well, that was our evidence. And Gary's like, not anymore. Uh, and they didn't have hidden cameras back then. So, um, well, I mean, police
1: cameras are different than hidden cameras. Well,
0: yeah, but, um, but the point is he yeah. ate the evidence. And, sure. you know, he's got to be in jail all weekend trying sure. on nine hits of acid. Hell yeah. Which is the way to go. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be in jail, hundred percent. why not?
2: Have
1: you guys so, ever been to county? No.
0: What do you think I am?
1: I've been to county four times. For what? Seven or eight for me. Weed. I think maybe six. For weed? Weed.
0: The Damn. only thing I ever got in trouble with the law was a smoking ticket in high school. You're gay. No. You know what? I'm smart enough to not get caught. Yeah. Well, now, here's the thing. Here's the closest I ever got. I was in New York City and Times Square, and I bought some Coke on a corner, and I was with my buddy. And then I started crossing the street and a cop pulled me and he did the whistle. He was on his foot, yeah. whistled me, literally. Yeah. And I turn around and I see him and I have the Coke in my hand and I cross the street and he goes, come over here. I grabbed the Coke. I dropped it down mm-hmm. the sewer drain. Nice. And he goes, what did you just drop? And I go, I have no idea what you're talking about. I hate all the evidence. I go, I have no idea what you're talking about. And yeah. he goes, I saw you just buy Coke from that guy in the corner. And I go, I have no idea what you're <laughs> yeah. talking about. Did you? Yeah. And it was, that's the thing. That's I, I've out. never been caught.
1: Well, I would get into the story right now,
0: but yeah. it seems like we got to get into but this But I don't think we need any more pod stories to yeah. get us through the day. <laughs> so anyway... Gary's got to go on the run again. So he sends the kids and the wife back to Arkansas and he's broke, but he gets a call from guru Maharaji and says, Hey, come work for me yeah. because I got a plane and I need somebody that can work on planes. So Gary nice. starts uh, working on Maharaji's plane for a hundred bucks a week. And while he's working on the plane, he meets a pilot by the name of Raven. Okay. Good name for a fucking pilot, right? Or a bad name if you're like trying to
1: be, keep your nose straight. Well, Raven, meet a guy named Raven. Raven
0: introduces him to the drug smuggling trade, but not anything heavy, just marijuana. (laughs) So Gary's like, that's when I decided I was going to make sure there were drugs for everybody available who wanted them.
2: Thanks, Gary. Yeah. (laughs) He's
0: like, I wasn't doing it for the money. Yeah, not at all. He flew, and here's the thing. Because he had like so (laughs) much for the drugs. (laughs) (laughs) He did it for the nookie. Because he had so much experience flying low crop dusting, that's how he got away from people. Uh, He He flew low, like I'm talking inches off the water. But here's the thing
1: though, too. Like, what you realize is that like this guy keeps getting popped. He gets popped for trying to sell oh, drugs for the thing. you put putting Each, dots together? Do you think it's going to get popped again? Pop the, like, some mm. some FBI or some agent must have seen this guy flying underneath bridges huh. oh, and yeah. be like, and this is a guy that we need to follow and pretend like we need to bust and do uh-huh. all our dirty work and then we can cut him loose.
0: Like, this is the saddest... You status. see where this is, yeah, might be this going. it's okay. Arkansas. All I mean, right, well, the just, just, just be patient. The there. Clintons are not involved in this. Yeah, in not anyway. involved like that, so you think. Okay. So, anyway, so you think
1: Sally, uh, by the way, at this time, I almost guarantee you mm-hmm. that Bill Clinton is probably governor of Arkansas. Okay, I
0: lied, Bill Clinton was. He involved. was, okay. suck okay. my he was. Maybe they're not involved, They're the most involved. Okay, he was in the movie, but okay. for one okay. reason and one reason only that's when he was campaigning for governor of Arkansas. Sure. And he said, these farmers are losing their money. And he was pro farmer. Sure. But that's it. Nothing they else. You got to
1: keep all the people out of the farm areas. Okay. Let's
0: get, get back. back to Sally. So Sally is bored out of her mind in Hazen because Gary's out fucking partying and having a great time. And she's like, fuck, I got to fucking raise children and be a mom. This sucks. So. Gary wanted to smuggle drugs every day. He's like, "I loved smuggling weed. The more enlightenment I could spread, the happier I was.
2: He was just trying to basically spread peace on Earth.": Yeah, that's No, all exactly.
0: Was so in 1982, the DEA launches operation T- Tiberian Tiberian yeah, no Tiburon? Tiberian. Tiburon. Tiburon. Tiburon, maybe Yeah, sure. and shuts down all the weed hookups in Colombia. Wow. This is when they go into Colombia and just burn rainforests sure. of fucking weed. So, then we fade into the Bahamas in 1982, and Gary's on a drug flight from uh, Columbia to, I think, Miami, and he loses an engine. But because he's a pro-barrel crop duster and pilot, he can land a pilot with one engine, no problem. So, he does an emergency landing in Bimini. And there, there is where he meets George Morales. Now, Mm -hmm. if you know who George is... He was in Cocaine Cowboys.
1: Oh, shit. The
0: dude that had the speedboat yes. as cover. Holy fuck. Yup. Hell of a drug dealer and boat yeah. racer in his own right. And this yeah. is the guy that was in Miami, basically dealing drugs under the DEA's nose for years. And he was just like, dude, I'm just a regular businessman, and I'm a fucking boat enthusiast, and I want to be the speedboat racer champion of the world. Yeah, under the DEA's nose, like yeah. Yeah, as if they didn't know about it. All right, so anyway. He meets George and George is like, hey, do you want to start working for me? And he's like, absolutely. And he's like, well, what do you do? And he's like, Coke. And he's like, that's great, because I got gout. <laughs> <What>? That's right <laughs> in my alley. <laughs> <laughs> what a death. Yeah, so he does 50 trips just for George. Now at this point, he's upped his game. He's got five different passports and identities. He stole passports from dead people that were relatives, oh, yeah. you know. But he had and he had a lockbox with like five different things in him with accounts and money. So at this point, he's getting paid four grand a kilo and making one point two million a run. So but this, he doesn't
2: do it for the money. He's just trying to cure the entire nation of gout. Right. That's his.
0: That's his mission <laughs> yeah, statement. He's doing it for the drugs. So you got to remember, this is one point two million in nineteen eighty three ish money. Yeah, it's good I mean, money. So then he's like, well, fuck it. I'm going to get a bigger, bigger plane. So he gets a bigger plane that can do 500 kilos at a time. So he's making $2 million a trip. So then he's got so many baskets or eggs. What's the term? Eggs Too many basket. eggs in one basket. Yeah. When you're juggling, he's juggling. He's juggling. He's got so much shit. Sp- spinning plates. He's like, I got to get an assistant to manage my day-to-day life. Oh, now, boy. he knows this guy, Ed. All right? He's like a 21-year-old kid. And he goes, Ed. I really like you because you get really fucking stoned, and you can still do work. Unlike <laughs> you, Dave. Yeah, nah, he was nah, the best nah, at nah, va- nah. He
2: was like the best at vacuuming.
0: Yeah. So he's like, "Do you want a full time job?" And Ed's like, "Yeah, I'm in." So um, Ed says, "Gary had a lot of sex, and in my opinion, the reason he had a lot of sex is because when you come, it puts you in a euphoric state. It's yeah, it's called coming." Yeah. It's called an orgasm, Ed. <gasps> yeah, Ed, why don't
2: you stop edging when you're beaten off and actually come for once?
0: <laughs> so Ed says, this one time, a guy walks downstairs with just a feather in his underwear and says, come upstairs. Gary wants to show you something. And then he walks in there, and there's a woman there on top of him, and Gary's having anal sex with her. Anal? Yeah. Wait, how does that work? <laughs> Was Gary getting anal? Anal? Yeah, Gary. He says Gary was getting rid or rode on by her, but he says Gary was getting anal.
2: I don't think he's ever had sex.
0: Anal sex. Well, and it gets better. It turns enamel. No, he says anal sex. Anal. But it turns out that the same girl Gary was having anal sex with or getting anal sex with (laughs) is Ed's future mother-in-law.
2: Oh, great! I wonder if anal sex runs in the family. I think so.
0: I'm pretty sure it does. So here's the thing, Raven his buddy that was dealing the pot with Raven's like, fuck this. I am out. All right. And you know, Gary, Gary's like Raven, we're making so much money. And Raven's like, dude, I know how it comes with gout powder. It turns (laughs) into, (laughs) it turns turns into guns and danger. And he's like, I'm out. So Gary gets a new co-pilot named Richard. Now, meanwhile, Gary's ex and his daughter, Polly have no idea. Gary's alive. And they discover that strange people start following them around when they go to Wendy's. And it's always the same weirdo people. So at this time, coincidentally, Gary hooks up with the OG of OGs, Pablo Escobar, and starts working directly for Pablo. And Gary finds out that Pablo did his homework and found out everything about Gary. He knew Gary faked his own death in Arkansas and he went to each one of these wow. family members cuz he's
1: connected to the Clintons. He was a pro, man.
0: He has no idea who the Clintons okay, were. Okay, sure. The Clintons were fucking hillbillies in Arkansas sure. at this point. They're not sure. even on the national stage. Okay. So, he had taken pictures of Gary's kids. Oh shit. Yeah. And showed them I know where everybody lives. All right? And and Gary's like, "I wasn't about to fuck with Pablo," you know. He's like, "But yeah. He did the research. And this was even before I started working for him. So Gary, at this time, gets a new girlfriend, flies Sally down, and says, hey, you guys all want to bang? And God, Sally, at this point... <laughs> 70s just sounded awesome, dude. <laughs> the 70s were amazing. What a fuck? Yeah. So they have this big house in Miami, in Coconut Grove, and Sally has the guest house with the kids, and then Gary has the new girlfriend where he does anal with, with his new girlfriend all the time. So he starts spending a ton of money, He's flying to Europe with like a quarter of a million dollars. And he's like, I couldn't bring it back with me on the plane. So I had to spend it all. He talks about playing poker with Graham Nash of Crosby, Stills and Nash. So then we move up to like May 1983. And Gary um, meets up with George in a hangar. And there's two suits there. And the suits tell Gary, guess what? You work for us now. Mm -hmm. Guess who those suits were? CIA. Exactly. So they ordered him at this point to start running mines and rocket launchers to Costa Rica. What? Absolutely
2: no gout medicine on this run, Gary.
0: Yeah. No. They were like, look, Gary, we know you got a gout problem, but this one, you're going to just fly weapons. So they send him to Nicaragua and all of a sudden he is smack dab involved in the Iran Contra affair. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. So the U.S. military picks up the load from him, yep. and the CIA pays him three hundred grand God on the spot. Damn it, dude! Yeah,
1: That's so fucking cool, dude.
0: Okay, <laughs> excited boy. Now, <laughs> I mean, you
1: had,
0: yeah, I know <laughs> you're excited. That's good excited. So <laughs> yeah. So June 1984, George asks him for another favor, and he says, "I need you to run some guns from Florida," and he says, "All right, I'm in." At this point, he can't say no to George, anything George does, because he knows George is like connected to the CIA and he's going to do whatever. Yeah. So he takes down a load of guns and takes them to Nicaragua, and this is where he meets up with John Hole. So do you know who John is?
1: No. John,
0: John was connected. He was an American patriot secretly working for the CIA at the time. Now, this all came he out during can't. Iran-Contra. Yeah.
1: So he What was he doing?
0: He's aiding the... Uh, the cause he has a ranch down in Costa Rica keeping the commies out he's the drop spot okay okay. these are all the the pro-Reagan no commies involved you gotta remember this parallels Cuba in 1961 and you know the Sandinistas Sandinistas were fighting for you know Basically, to to keep the communists out. Bay pigs. We have... Is it... We're we're close to bay pigs? We start with... (laughs) It's close. Okay, thanks. But basically, just substitute Cuba with the Soviets, with Nicaragua and being invaded. William
2: Tecumseh Sherman.
0: (laughs) There you go. You on board now, Dave? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, he meets John... Uh, who's willing to do anything, you know, for the CIA? They load up Gary's plane with all the gout powder he can carry. Okay,
2: it's a great deal for Gary. Yeah,
0: 500 kilos of gout powder, <laughs> and oh, the C- Here's what's cool. This
2: he can't even feel his feet now. He's like, you know what?
0: <laughs> He's like, uh, I'm just gonna put my feet in a gout powder salt bath on the way back. That shit
1: definitely does not have fentanyl in
0: it. No, no, this is pure coke, by the way. Yeah. Gout, <laughs> gout, <laughs> let, let it all out. out. <laughs> Uh, so here's what's cool. Here's was, what's this, was that a bit? Yeah, Jesus. Jesus no, I. I is, love the song. He's a fan of the Duran Duran. Was that Duran Duran? Yeah,
2: and I also had gout too. So listen, right. whatever you so, got to do to get rid of that shit, you do it. I was look, looking up how to it. cut my fucking toe off all, and how to cauterize it. All
0: you need to know is this. The gout powder express is in the air and it has been given a secret CIA transponder. So it's clear for landing. The GPE is clear for landing. Right. So basically Gary flies yeah, flies in to Okalaka, I think it was. <laughs> okay. Is Okalaka that the first time you've heard <laughs> yeah, is that the first time you've heard of an Indian name before, Dave? Is that what is it is Indian? <laughs> oh, Okalaka Airport? O- Okalaka? Uh, is it Indian? Does it sound Danish? <laughs> Do you know that just about every name in this country is named after an Indian? Okay. What kind of Indian. Cherokee, Navajo, Blackfoot, Nez Perce—it doesn't matter. Native Americans, right? Okay, whatever. So, anyway,
2: Indians he fli-
0: play cricket. Okay, he flies into this airport, and it's surrounded by cops, agents, feds everywhere. He just lands the plane, picks up his load, and just takes off like like he was never there. Sure. Basically, like he was a ghost. So, meanwhile, things aren't going so good on the home front all right and sally's like i want out of this so gary decides uh he's got to do a mission and he flies down to uh Columbia. now he's working with the new co-pilot richard and he's also working for pablo escobar at this point now the problem is richard starts hitting on pablo escobar's um, contact and the guy blows Richard away with a gun right what? in front of fucking Gary. You can't Holy hit on chicks shit. in the coke business. No, no, yeah. It's rule number one: you don't fuck another coke dealer's girl.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, dude. I mean, like in that whole situation, how are you even like remotely trying to stretch your bravado on that bullshit?
0: Well, and here's the thing: that's Gary's co-pilot. So, Gary's got Holy to fly back shit. the whole way without a co pilot? That seems like some bullshit,
1: though.
2: That, oh, I feel like, really? Yeah, like. You
0: Unfair he, Colombians? Yeah. The, uh, Colombians yeah. that don't play by the rules when there's billions of dollars involved. I bet he didn't even, like, do
1: anything that crazy wrong. Oh, like, you think
0: he just said, uh, hello, my lady? He might have just, like, touched her shoulder. I don't think so. That was funny. I think it was much more overt than that and whipped his dick out. Homeboy wasn't having it. So, anyway, Gary's pretty bummed out. Okay? He's pretty sad at this point um so he's got to fly back by himself and um uh, again he lands this time though the dea uh pops his ground team so gary gets away he steals a car and then oh, locks himself up in a hotel room but the police track him down and he's finally been busted oh shit so, so they,
1: there's like a thing in the hotel room like there's a hold up in the hotel I don't know I don't work for the DEA I'm sorry, I thought you watched
0: the documentary no the <laughs> point is they track him down yeah they get him and they throw him in the fucking clink sure 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 alright so Gary's clinked up at this point and he's in jail and he starts putting everything together and realizes that he was a CIA asset unknowingly and unwittingly
1: He's not just figuring this out right now, dude.
0: Oh, okay. So really, so so he didn't just figure it out while he was in jail.
1: Yeah, like he must have known that,
0: like he's doing some shady ass shit. Like if he's of called- course, but he didn't realize. The magnification That it was Iran-Contra And it starts hitting the press Do you see the connection? Of course So he realizes he's a valuable asset Mm. Because he has a story Or expendable Well, and then they paid
2: him in checks It said CIA Coke money (laughs) Right,
0: right In the the memo memo line Memo line (laughs) Yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And Gary was like Crossed it out And wrote gout powder Just so his bank Wouldn't Mm. fucking freak Mm out
1: Oh, you have to initial this? Sorry Nothing to see here Yeah Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Gary gets uh, 27 years So He's locked up. Now, again, Iran-Contra starts making it in the press. And, um, you know, it starts, they have the hearings. And uh, this might have, I'm guessing it was 85, 86, because it was in Reagan's second term. So he's pissed. And he felt like he got used. Because he told, he was told by these guys in the black suits, you have nothing to worry about. We'll take care of you.
2: Gary's my hero.
0: Yeah, he's a fucking good dude. Yeah. so then we go back to Arkansas, it's 1984, and Polly finds out that her dad's alive. She's the only daughter that, and kid that did not know that he was still alive. So his mom, uh, or her mom and uh, herself, they go down and get to meet Gary, you know, in jail. And uh, this, but, you know, is not a, a weirdo. She doesn't slip him acid or drugs. She's just like, you know, Polly, this is your dad. This is the first time you've seen him in, you know, what, nine or 10 years. Now here's the thing. Gary ends up in the same jail with George Morales because he got busted too. Wow. So, what did these guys do? They spend their days playing chess and getting fucking baked. They couldn't oh. get any
2: gout medicine in the joint, though. Right, that
0: was the one thing they really, couldn't get.
1: You're getting the gout medicine? No, no, they no. They, they are they co- really like constantly complaining about this fucking gout medicine? Yes. It lasts a
2: Throughout
0: long time, dude.
1: Yes, this is some big pharma ass shilling. No, for Dave, a
0: goddamn Dave, documentary, Dave, really? it's called a runner. We, we've decided to call it gout medicine, okay? Oh, gout, no. gout, let it all out. Gary wasn't saying, I needed that gout medicine real bad, okay? That's I mean, us making a joke and running with the joke. No, nah, I don't believe you. Okay, so anyway, um, Gary decides, well, fuck this. The rabbit. It's time to rabbit. <laughs> Gary's like, I got two options. I came in one hole and I'm going out the other. I'm going to hop away. I'm a rabbit. <laughs> so he's got a plan to escape the prison. I'm cutting that part out. It's too funny for you guys. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> he, he decided he's going to escape. So he hatches a plan to have a friend of his fly his helicopter into the prison and pull him out under the cover of darkness come on then they're going to fly back to Gary's personal hangar where he still has his plane his wife's going to be waiting for him and they're going to fly off to Jamaica now keep in mind this is his new wife this is the 80s right yes that's
1: imagine like thinking that is a viable plan it, in
0: the 80s it was because guess what Gary walks out to the prison that's so fucking crazy dude. Helicopter comes down That's so crazy Helicopter dude. comes down Gary's out there And all of a sudden The lights come in And then they're like Busted The feds were in On the oh, thing Obviously <laughs> And you so mean, he just started
2: He just started running The other way He's like Oh that's not my helicopter yeah, he I was, was just coming like, out For a smoke <laughs>
0: like, He was yeah. like I was just coming out To stretch my leg <laughs> yeah, no, no, we know. That's just really weird timing <laughs> dude, I mean this
1: guy So this guy This is right, We're not done with this Podcast explanation but what I will say at this point right now is that Gary's the coolest guy ever. No, <laughs> Gary is the shill. He is in on it the whole time from the beginning. No, he wasn't. He's trying to get people in on it with him, and no. they're trying to get,
0: Yes, that's what I hey, think. Hey, ding dong! If you just listen to the end of us telling the story, we will it's get there. It. I mean, this is okay? ridiculous. All right. Man. Well, remind me in five minutes, and okay. to call you a moron. Can you write okay. that down, Dustin? <laughs> yes. Call Dave a fucking moron in five minutes because he couldn't be more wrong. Okay, so at this point, the press breaks the Iran-Contra affair, and it's everywhere. Okay, so Gary ends up going to the hole for his botched, fake, uh, fake could could never really happen escape escape attempt. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. So Gary and George decide that they need to <laughs> Your figure. Face was yeah, because you're a fucking moron. Sorry, I'm four minutes early. <laughs> Your
1: Face is fucking yeah.
0: crazy when you're saying that. So anyway. <laughs> They, Gary and fucking George are like, we need to go public with this information. So they start sending letters to various press associations, just general notes, you know, saying, call us, we have information. And it finally ends up to an AP reporter by the name of Brian Barger. Okay. Now, don't forget, at this time, the House Select Committee is holding public hearings on all of this. So Brian gets a hold of Gary, visits him in prison. And he says, you know, I've done a lot of crazy stories, but he says, usually drug traffickers don't get high on their own supply, but Gary was definitely an exception, okay? Hell yeah. He says, Gary used to do cocaine enemas. He was a classic blow boofer. Yeah, he loved... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he, was, he invented that. Apparently, there was apparently that. it'll get to your gout much faster if you absorb it through your rectal I hole. i never tried coke through my ass, but I'm so Yeah, down. so Brian at this point says, uh, I felt like I hit the jackpot to some degree because he said Gary was basically a guy who stumbled into one of the largest political scandals of all time. Got any ideas, Dave? Yeah, not Watergate. Not Watergate. Mina, er, Mina Arkansas. All right. so now... Contra Contraband. Here's the thing. While Gary's in jail, old Sally fall in love with you Uh, completely the day second I met you. She cannot let him go because she says they have some sort of mythical spiritual connection.
2: Open your eyes. Yeah, so she
0: she can barely open her eyes. So she takes the kids to visit him in prison, and um, she sneaks a hit of acid in under her grandmother's ring. (laughs) Never ends. No, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. And then his son. Hey, come on. That shit's
1: slick, though. That
0: is slick. It is a good move. And then Travis said, I got to go to jail and visit my dad, and I came out with a bag of weeds, 60 bucks, and 10 hits of acid. Dad of the year. <laughs> yeah, so... So Gary's just still, it, you know what? He's like the, it's like Goodfellas when he's like, guys like us didn't have it the hard way. <laughs> yeah, we did acid yeah. in prison. <laughs> it stunk mean-
2: up the place something good, but it was still <laughs> good acid. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: no, but hold on. But the, it, that's like, that's uh, marginalizing your bets. Like, uh, if you did well in the market that week, yeah. you would sell off. A little bit, and you give it to your son. Yeah. Like, okay, I got three hits of acid, a yeah. couple of fucking things. Just take that and Yeah, know, I got sell enough it.
0: money on my books. Yeah, I'll be good it, for yeah, the week. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Take this and sell it out. So, well, Gary,
0: they it? so Gary, they get Gary to testify. Cash for, out is what they call. Cash out. Cash out. <laughs> Cashing out. Okay, why don't you cash out for the next 10 Doggy, minutes, all right? Pretty soon. So Gary testifies for the Foreign Relations Committee hearings. Now, these hearings were headed up uh, by John Kerry at the time. Kind of put, you know, John on the national, uh, you know, yeah. spectrum. I would say, yeah, his spectrum's right. So uh, the problem is this: Gary is going to be in imminent danger if he testifies. Okay, from the cartel, the CIA, etc. He's getting death threats. His family's being threatened. So the U.S. marshals fly him privately in a Learjet. They cuff him. And they fly him to D.C. Now, here's where it gets weird. The plane lands in an undisclosed location. They walk him to a room. They uncuff him. And they all disappear. What? This is according to Gary. Come on. All right? Now, Gary's got the rabbit in him. All right? So, <laughs> Gary, Gary says, run, rabbit, am I supposed run. to run right here? Yeah. And then he peeks out. And he sees, like, 12 marshals with their guns drawn. Wow. So his, Of course he does. So he's in on it. He's not in on it, you fucking he's moron. He's getting
1: somebody. He's getting somebody. No.
0: Yes. I that's like the way... Make, but here's the thing. I like the way we know what happens, and we've already told you you're wrong, and you're just committed <laughs> no, to, the, to being a moron. That's, that's the thing. It's he's a not, detective. Not is, a good this, one. No. No. This, no. This, no.
2: This, yeah.
1: This is why they make the documentary to fool people like you. Uh-huh. When you're explaining <laughs> it to me, uh-huh. I realize, like, no, these You've guys... You've got it
0: all figured out. He does. Yeah. Okay. So, can we move along? Sorry. So, then he says, "Well, i ain't gonna rabbit now." So, because Gary says, "Go quote, rabbit, punk." Quote, quote. He says, "If there's one thing I know, you can't outrun a bullet, and that's a cold hard fact." So the next day, he has a private breakfast with John Kerry. Benedict with <laughs> yeah. He was like, "What did he get? Eggs Benedict with Kerry." Yeah, he had eggs Benedict. And he's like, "That was a real treat for a guy like me who'd been in a joint for like you know uh, eight years." So. Gary testifies John Kerry. and he drops the dime on John Hole, who was, you know, connected to the CIA and most importantly, directly connected to Oliver North. Dude, John Kerry's connected to this fucking CIA. All right. You know what? Stop trying to connect anything saying, dude, because you're... I know, just, but Dave, so Dave, you're being a fucking moron all right, all right. because gonna you're going to ruin ruining. the story. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I am I'm right. I'm sorry. Continue. Okay, You got to cut that out too. You're right. You do. Now, I'm not saying stop doing it. I mean, you got to cut that out of this podcast. Right, five, okay. Five minutes. Yeah. Write it down. Seconds. Clean it the fuck up. Because yeah. we can't have Dave, Dave, uh, David Downey yeah. in this podcast. Okay. Yeah. Now, Wait, it's
2: been five minutes. Aren't you supposed to call Dave an idiot? Dave, you're a
0: fucking moron. <laughs> okay. So Gary testifies and drops a dime on John Hole, who was the guy that was connected with the CIA, and more specifically, Oliver North. Because Oliver North was like the public guy everybody you know knew about during the Iran-Contra affair. So all the dots are connected. But of course, this time, it, too much time had passed, and the public didn't fucking care anymore. I don't
2: understand what the big deal is. I mean, they're getting rid of communism and gout in one fail swoop. It's kind yeah. of un-American to it's have a problem with that. It's absolutely
0: un-American to not care about anti-communism and anti-gout. So... <laughs> Anyway, Anyway, Gary ends up doing another 12 years in jail. And keep in mind, uh, everybody else got pardoned, but Gary had to go back. And I guess my point is like, do you think he still does coke at this point? You know, <laughs> yeah. after he gets out, that was what I wanted you to think? know. So he gets out and we kind of catch up with the rest of the family Travis lives in a van in front of his mom's place. And as long as he's got markers, he's pretty chill. <laughs> yes. You know, they're fine. You know, and then Gary claims he spent 30 million on lawyers just just to get out of this. Yeah,
1: they fuck you. Yeah, that's how they do that shit, too. When the CIA comes to knocking and they say, we need to use you. Yeah. And then when they need to take all your money, they say you either need to get a divorce or we sue you and you're to spend millions and millions on. Which all comes back to us anyway.
0: Well, here's the problem. So, Gary's broke. So, now, Gary, he had to move in with his mother-in-law, and now his fifth wife, and... He smokes weed in the garage. So tell me again, you fucking moron. <laughs> how he's, where, connected, how yeah. he's connected. And, and if how you he, do all this right, you can smoke right. weed in your mother-in-law's garage. Yeah, if you're connected, you what can go you to mean? jail? No, oh. that's exactly what happens. Oh, so... Uh, 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 yeah, you
1: get fucking... You get ex- rewarded
0: ex- with jail time? No. And then a prison sentence outside of jail, living with your, ma- your mother-in-law? <laughs> and ex- smoking weed in the garage? Excommunicado. Oh, so that's what we all aspire to do when we work for the military?
1: No, that's not, no, fuck the military. This has nothing to do with The CIA. I'm sorry, the
0: military industrial complex. Whatever you want to refer to it as. Those are two
1: different things. Okay,
0: so (laughs) those are two different things. They are two different things. All right, Gary could barely scrape together two nickels and he's dealing (laughs) dime bags to pay the fucking rent. right. good. Now, Sarah Lee question mark uh, is a little (laughs) fucked up, okay, but she's okay, all right? And then we check it with Sally, and she's like, well, shit, Gary is still all about Gary. That's the way it works if you want to do a lot of
2: fucking Coke and get good anal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't get over this anal, dude. Yeah, neither could we. That's why we decided to make it a runner, Dave. <laughs> an- it's an <laughs> anal joke. It'll go down in the annals of joke history. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck. Polly, we see Polly. She's got her shit together, you know, and she's living an, an adult, normal life. She set boundaries. You know, and then they, they run everything full circle. And Gary says, I, I admit that I'm a coward. So between those two holes, is there an escape? Then you find about the, the third hole, <laughs> the rabbit hole. <laughs> and that's pretty much how, how it deep, ends. And, and then, dirty, you know, he says, most people will wait around and face the music. And he says, not me. I'm going to do what any good American would do. I'm going to run. Jackrabbit. So, Jackrabbit. Slim. Yeah. slim. Yeah. So <laughs> I got to tell you, man, I love this fucking documentary. And I believe everything that happened to Gary was true. Um, uh, I think he's an American patriot. Um, I would have done the same fucking thing. And I think he'd lived a hell of a life. I don't like the way it ended. It's kind of sad to see, like, to go from... Let me put it you this way. You're dealing, partying, drugs, dealing two million pounds of coke you are doing anal, yeah. or maybe getting anal, from, both yeah from uh you know these amazingly beautiful women and then you end up in your grandmother's gra- or, or ex-wife's mom's garage yeah. it's a little sad i mean but yeah. you know i would have done whatever it would take to get rid of the gout yeah and he did so i mean i love the story if i was gonna rate this i say uh it's a four out of four docking for me wow really yeah and four it's a and must watch. I definitely t- say to all of our listeners out there, I'd give it uh. four dockings base to base. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Toe base. Yeah. So, um, guys, um, we wanted to, to stop and acknowledge you guys for taking the time to leave us a review. So, I want to read a couple oh, yeah. of those because I got to tell you, you know, when you do something, you start a project, you have no idea where it's going. And we love what we do. And every time we get one of these, it definitely pushes us to go a little further, so I just want to highlight a couple. This yes. comes from uh, So Funny on podcast or Apple Pods. He says "Down on the Docks is informative and funny. I love the banter back and forth with these guys. They make it interesting and fun. If you love documentaries and jokes, this is the only podcast for you. Uh, Easy listen uh, from Fine Honey. At this point, I don't even bother watching the dude documentaries that come out. I just listen to the pod. Thanks, guys. And lastly, this one is from uh, Duper Save 87. Don't drink coffee when listening to this. Actually, don't drink anything. You will spray it everywhere like a tard from laughing. Keep them coming, Afghanistan. Wow. Wow. Ralph Hey. Yeah. yeah, all right, man. Thank you, Ralph or as I would call you back in the old days, Ralph inside joke for you old Cash Daddies listeners. So, um, we, uh, we again, if you want to find us out in the, the Twitter world, we're at Down on the Docs Pod, Instagram, Down on the Docs, and of course, um if you want to reach out to us directly via email, it's down on the docs pod at gmail.com. And Dave, tell them what's going on in the Discord right now.
1: You know, just a bunch of incels making memes, I'll make you roll. Um yep. be nice. Hey, make a funny review on Apple and we will read it. And shout out
0: to the Retard funny- uh sexual sexual blowtorch 68, 68 for the meme of the week uh always. we always appreciate that guys that's out we hope you have a wonderful weekend and we'll see you all next week that's down on the docks we're a wrap